Hey, this is Mike and welcome to another installment in my In 5 Minutes or Less series where I answer one common question quickly and simply because while long form content is great, sometimes it is also nice when someone just gets right to the point and tells you what to do and how to do it in five minutes or less. And that's what I do in these episodes. And this time around, I'm going to be answering a question that I get fairly frequently, and that is, should I eat after my workouts, both weight training workouts and cardio workouts? And if so, what should I eat, how much, and why? So the first thing you need to know about post-workout nutrition is its relative importance and the relative importance is low. It is not a vitally important aspect of dieting. It is not a make-break aspect of dieting uh, like energy balance or macronutrient balance, particularly protein intake are. So if you look at the hierarchy in terms of a pyramid, and this is just for nutrition, at the top you have energy balance. And if you want to know why, head over to Muscle Life, search for energy balance and read the article I wrote on it. And then beneath that, you have macronutrient balance. So higher calories break down into protein, carbs, and fats. And then beneath that, you have your food choices. So where are you getting those calories and macros from? And also, of course, with an eye to nutrition or the quote unquote healthiness of the foods that you're eating. And then at the bottom of the pyramid, you have little tweaks and optimizations that you can make to improve your results, to slightly improve your results over the longer term. And that's where pre and post-workout nutrition fall in the overall scheme of things. Now, the reason why you should eat food after you exercise, whether it's resistance training or cardiovascular exercise, um, is not so much because there's an anabolic window and that if you eat food in that period, your body's going to be hyper-responsive to it. Or on the flip side, if you don't eat food in that period, you're going to miss out on a bunch of muscle growth. That's an exaggeration. The reality is... Research shows that protein synthesis rates decline during exercise, both resistance training and cardio exercise, cardiovascular exercise. And as our primary goal, uh, as far as muscle growth goes, is to keep protein synthesis rates above protein breakdown rates for as many minutes and hours of the day as possible. When we have a situation where protein synthesis rates are suppressed, which we have after we work out. So you go through a workout, you come out the other end of it, and your protein synthesis rates are suppressed acutely. When we have that kind of situation, we want to do something to elevate protein synthesis rates as quickly as possible. And how you do that, you eat protein, of course. And that's why you hear a lot about post-workout protein being more important than post-workout carbohydrates or fats. And just as another little point of note regarding post-workout protein intake is that studies do show that when you eat protein after a workout, protein synthesis rates rise higher than they would normally. So when you eat protein at any time, protein synthesis rates do rise, but when you eat protein after a workout, they rise even higher than they normally would. And that's one of the reasons why people say there is this thing called the anabolic window. And again, I guess that's kind of true, but of course these effects aren't major. It's not to the point where it's like, if you don't have your protein within an hour or two of working out, you're gonna miss out on all this muscle gain. However, it is true though, that having protein within an hour or two of finishing a workout from a muscle building perspective, is better than not, and it may slightly influence your muscle building results over the long term. 
Okay, so how about carbs? How important is it to eat carbs after you work out? And the long story short here is from a muscle building perspective, it's not very important. Uh, some people say that you should be eating a bunch of carbs after you work out because then it's going to spike insulin levels. And they'll say that insulin is an anabolic hormone. Therefore, the more insulin in your body, especially in this anabolic window, this post-workout anabolic window. So, you know, the more insulin is in your body during that period, the better. However, uh, insulin is not an anabolic hormone. It is an anti-catabolic hormone. Those are different things. And while it is true that you do need your insulin levels to be elevated to a certain degree for your body's muscle building machinery to work, at least to uh, work as efficiently as possible, you can achieve that level of insulin in your blood with protein alone. Adding a bunch of carbs does raise insulin levels further, but that does not influence the muscle building that occurs as a result of eating that meal. And what about glycogen, you might be wondering, and if you're not sure what glycogen is, it is simply a form of carbohydrate that is stored primarily in your muscles and liver. And while it's true that eating a bunch of carbs after you work out will help your body replenish its glycogen stores, this only really matters from a performance perspective if you're going to be exercising again in the same day. Uh, if not, if you're, let's say you're training once a day, and as long as you're eating enough carbs on the whole, you don't have to worry about this. So let's say, again, you train once a day, whether you eat a bunch of carbs after you work out or you eat a bunch of carbs throughout the day, uh, from a muscle glycogen perspective, you're not going to notice any difference in the gym. Hey, quickly, before we carry on, if you are liking my podcast, would you please help spread the word about it? Because no amount of marketing or advertising gimmicks can match the power of word of mouth. So if you are enjoying this episode and you think of someone else who might enjoy it as well, please do tell them about it. It really helps me. And if you are going to post about it on social media, definitely tag me so I can say Thank you. You can find me on Instagram at Muscle for Life Fitness, Twitter at Muscle for Life, and Facebook at Muscle for Life Fitness. All right, so that leaves us with dietary fat. Should you be eating dietary fat after you work out? And the short answer here is sure, if you want to. It's not going to help you. It's not going to harm you. It, uh, it will slow down the digestion and absorption of the food that you eat, but that is not going to get in the way of anything. For example, studies show that adding dietary fat to a meal does not slow down glycogen replenishment. And uh, there's a, one study that suggested that whole fat milk may be more anabolic than non-fat milk. So all this means is don't worry about it. If you want to have some fat in your post-workout meal, do it. If you don't, don't. All right. So how about amounts? How much protein should you be eating after you work out? Uh, and if you're going to eat carbs, how much should you be eating? Um, well, what I do is, and what I recommend is 20 to 40 grams of a high quality protein after you work out. And, uh, we'll get to timing in a second. Uh, of course, I've mentioned a couple times within one to two hours, but there's a little bit more information that you should have on that. Um, but anyways, so 20 to 40 grams of a high quality protein. I personally go at the higher end of that because some research suggests that 40 grams of a high quality protein may be better for muscle building purposes after you work out than 20. Now, in terms of carbs, it's kind of up to you, but if you are going to be eating a high carb diet, which you should be, if you want to be maximizing muscle and strength gains, and that would be the subject for another video, um, then 
you'll probably find that you like eating a lot of carbs after you work out. You'll get a nice rush, a nice pump. It feels good. So uh, if that's the case, and what I do personally is I eat about one gram of carbohydrate. What I recommend is about recommend is about one gram of carbohydrate per kilogram of body weight in your post-workout meal. You can go a little bit below that. So I could say maybe like 0.8 to one gram per kilogram. Uh, so for me, I eat about 80 to 90 grams of carbs in my post-workout meal is my normal with the 40 grams of protein and fats again is totally up to you um it really kind of depends what i'm eating if i'm having if i'm getting my protein from powder which is what i normally do in my post-workout meals that's my my whey protein it's very low in fat and in terms of carbs it's usually fruit and sometimes it'll be like an english muffin and sometimes put a little butter on it so regardless what we're looking at is a low fat meal no more than i would say 15 grams of fat in that meal again that's just me the fat uh, is totally up to you. Now, in terms of timing, we can just keep it simple and say, have your post-workout meal within one to two hours of working out. That's just a good rule of thumb. However, I would say an exception that you should be aware of is if you have eaten a sizable meal, so if we're talking, you know, 20 to 40 grams of protein with a fair amount of carbohydrate and some fat within probably three to four hours of your workout, when you eat your post-workout meal is less important because your body's probably still going to be processing the food that you ate. And therefore your protein synthesis rates are already going to be, you're going to be going into that workout with higher than normal protein synthesis rates anyway. So it's not that you shouldn't have a post-workout meal if you've eaten within the last, let's say, you know, three to four hours of training, but it is less important. It is more important or let's say it achieves its maximum importance, which again, isn't all that high, but it achieves its maximum importance when you haven't eaten uh, in, let's say, you know, let's say it's been five or six hours since you've eaten uh, before you work out, then, you know, eating a meal after you work out, that's when it's most important. All right. How about supplements? I know it's not nutrition per se, but I do get asked a lot about it. So we might as well tackle it real quick. So there are three, Three supplements that I personally take after working out and that I recommend uh, everyone take if you have the budget and inclination. One is creatine because it helps you gain muscle and strength faster and research suggests that taking it after a workout is best. Number two is whey protein because it is rich in essential amino acids, which are vital for building muscle and particularly rich in leucine, which is the essential amino acid that directly stimulates protein synthesis and whey is also rapidly digested and absorbed, which is good from a post-workout perspective. And the third supplement that I take with my post-workout meal is fish oil because it's a good source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are otherwise kind of hard to get in your diet and which confer many health benefits and which if you are deficient in can cause many problems in the body. And research also shows that when com it's combined with food and with protein in particular, it further elevates protein synthesis rates. So in a sense, it gives a little boost to your post-workout meal. Hey there, it is Mike again. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it interesting and helpful. And if you did and don't mind doing me a favor and want to help me make this the most popular health and fitness podcast on the internet, then please leave a quick review of it on iTunes or wherever you're listening from. This not only convinces people that they should check the show out, it also increases its search visibility and thus helps more people find their way to me and learn how to build their best bodies ever too. 
And of course, if you want to be notified when the next episode goes live, then just subscribe to the podcast and you won't miss out on any of the new goodies. Lastly, if you didn't like something about the show, then definitely shoot me an email at mike at muscleforlife.com and share your thoughts on how you think it could be better. I read everything myself and I'm always looking for constructive feedback, so please do reach out. All right, that's it. Thanks again for listening to this episode and I hope to hear from you soon. And lastly, this episode is brought to you by me. Seriously though, I'm not big on promoting stuff that I don't personally use and believe in, so instead I'm going to just quickly tell you about something of mine. Specifically by flexible dieting cookbook, The Shredded Chef. Now this book has sold over 200,000 copies in the last several years and helped thousands of men and women get the bodies they really want, eating the types of food they really love, which is why it has over 700 reviews on Amazon with a four and a half star average. So if you want to know how to build your best body ever without having to follow a boring, bland, overly restrictive bodybuilding diet, and if you want 125 of my personal favorite recipes for building muscle, losing fat, and getting healthy, then you want to pick up The Shredded Chef today, which you can find on all major online retailers like Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Kobo, and Google Play. Now, speaking of Audible, I should also mention that you can actually get the audiobook 100% free when you sign up for an Audible account, which I highly recommend that you do if you are not currently listening to audiobooks. I love them myself because they let me make the time that I spend doing stuff like commuting, prepping food, walking my dog, and so forth into more valuable and productive activities. So if you want to take Audible up on this offer and get my book for free, then simply go to www.bitly.com slash free TSC, and that will take you to Audible. And then you just click the sign up today and save button, create your account, and voila, you get to listen to The Shredded Chef for free.